Hi, this is Steve. And this is Lisa. And this is our podcast, I Married a History Teacher. We have taken yet another short hiatus. It's just how we roll. It's just what we do, you yeah. know. Hiatus here, hiatus there. You know, we'll travel there, we'll travel there. Mm-hmm. It's just it's life, man. Yeah. So we're back, and we're going to do uh, something a little bit different today. Um, it's not so much going to be as, as luxury as it's mostly going to be Steve on his soapbox and maybe Lisa throwing out some stuff there too. Soap only or any item Anything, of my choice? Any item of your choice is allowed. All right. Well, then I'm done. All right. Um, so, Lisa, here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Hitler. And I don't like talking about Hitler too much or in World War II too much because, as I've said on this podcast several times, mm-hmm. it's like so overdone. Um, especially I feel like there's like a particular thing about white males in this country who are just obsessed with World War II mm-hmm. and Hitler and stuff. Absolutely, they are. And you don't like to give in to that? I don't like to give into it. It's almost like why I stopped paying attention to like true crime podcasts. <laughs> just like we got to stop. Something, Something's wrong here with yeah. the psyche if we're this obsessed yet. Like why? Like this is like the 18th serial killer show mm-hmm. I've seen in the last mm-hmm. two weeks and yeah. maybe there's something wrong here. Yeah, we're, we're overindulging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. And as you've explained, I think really interestingly, you are more interested in the ideas that move and shape human history, not so much the, um, the wars, which you view as more of um, kind of the results of they're an effect movement. of a movement. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. They are not the movement. They're an ef- they're an effect of the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to look at the effect. Um, but there's just something that's that's always been something I've wanted to discuss with people, and it, it's I don't know. I've had a decent couple of conversations about this throughout my life. But let me share an experience, my experience with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it might be different than yours because a, I am not Jewish, and B. Really? Uh, no, I'm not. I just. Yikes. Yeah. My parents are going to kill me. Do, do they not know? I mean, you I. You haven't told them yet? I didn't say either way. They, we all just assumed. I mean, those oh. beautiful, those beautiful brown locks. Yeah. Well, I was going to say brown eyes and I was like, shit, you don't have brown eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're mostly brown. They're hazel. Yeah, hazel. they're hazel. Yeah, that's basically brown. Um, yeah, but uh, I'll, I'll break it to them over this pod, actually. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. <laughs> Sorry, Mama Roo and Jeff. <laughs> What's done is done. It's legal. But anyway, my experience kind of was like you're taught about World War II growing up. Everyone talks about how sh- terrible it was and the Holocaust was the worst things that ever happened in humanity. Mm-hmm. But then you sort of like go to college and people want to start saying risque things and, and throwing out controversial statements. And a controversial statement that I heard a lot was – People sort of coming to this conclusion that, yes, Adolf Hitler is a piece of shit. You know, 99% of America will probably tell you Adolf Hitler was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But people love saying stuff to me like, he was a piece of shit, but he was kind of a genius, or he was like one hell of a leader. Mm-hmm. And I have always thought to myself, no, he fucking wasn't. Mm-hmm. The guy was just a manipulative asshole, and he, yes, he was evil, mm-hmm. but like all these tactics and techniques he used, I don't think was brilliant at all. I do not think it was good leadership, mm-hmm. and I think tonight's episode, what I wanted to try out was just sort of having an open discussion with you about what you think and how I, why I think this way about him, and how I don't think, I think he's closer to an idiot than I do think he's closer to a genius. I mean, I love it. Um... Yeah, let's have that conversation. Did you have the similar concept, or did people not talk to you as much about Hitler being a genius because of 
I don't know, being female, not being surrounded by history, being Jewish, anything like that? No, I feel like I heard that line a lot, that he was like an evil genius. um, And that that was like the one redeeming thing that people would talk about. And it was kind of like, sometimes it was a little unsettling in the sense that it was like there was like an element of respect to it almost. Um, Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, but let's, let's, let's dig in. I'm happy to have the conversation. And just to be totally clear... What really finally – because I've been thinking about doing this mm-hmm. for a while. But what really shoved me into wanting to talk about this mm-hmm. is a quote that Mike Jett from the Ag Heart podcast sent me and Rams just because it's sports stuff and it's like sort of history stuff. So he sent it to me so we can be like, what an idiot. Okay. So football coach, new head football coach at Grand Valley State University. I think it's Missouri. It's Division One AA football, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's big. It's not Alabama, but it's pretty big, high level of football. Okay. New coach gets hired at an interview with a kid from the school doing like an expose on who this new coach is. Okay. All right. Kid asks him, um, "Hey, you're a history guy, okay? If you could have dinner with three historical figures, living or dead, who would it be? Football players and football figures don't count. This is what the coach said." Mm-hmm. This is probably not going to get a good review, but I'm going to say Adolf Hitler. It's obviously very sad, and he had bad motives, but the way he was able to lead was second to none. How he rallied a group and a following, I want to know how he did that. Bad intentions, of course, but you can't deny he wasn't a great leader. Wow. That's a direct quote from this asshole. I want to know how he did that. Yes. I, first of all, I feel like it's a little obvious how he did that. But, it's um, super obvious, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, woof. Yeah, so he got fired. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he coached a single game as a head coach. This was only a couple months ago where he said this. Yikes. God. It's, I mean, it's a freaking student newspaper article, and that's what you <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. He's a brand new hire. Yeah. For God's sake, say freaking Abe Lincoln, dude, and get on with your life. I mean, for, this is such a softball of a question, and he messed it up. Or, like, you could, I guess you could say Adolf Hitler and be like, and ask him what the hell was wrong with him, or like something. Adolf but Hitler like, so I could like, kick him in the nuts. Yeah, you know? not so I could <laughs> take notes. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is he Jesus. thinking? And also, like, I feel like there's, like, a lot of uh, notes that Hitler already Produced for the world, Mein right. Kampf. Like yeah. everyone knows, like right. it's, it's all out there. Like you don't, you don't need to have a sit down over, yeah. over a meal. For sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Wow. So let's 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 get into it a little bit. Okay. First of all, this is petty and small, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Hmm. Hitler didn't get into art school in Germany. <laughs> Germany, dude. Not engineering school in Germany. Not art school in Italy mm. or Spain, mm. but Germany. Have you talked to a German? Um, they're yes. like talking to robots. And robots <laughs> aren't good at, they're not good at art. Oh, oh, oh you're brutal. <laughs> you're brutal. Berlin would not agree with that. I think yeah. that there is some serious uh, art, art artists living there. But um, I mean, it's yeah. not like he's competing against Monet and Picasso to get into this art school. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree. Um, that is that is not, a, like, an impressive feat off the bat. He went Mm-mm. to art school. Yeah. No, he didn't go to art school because he couldn't get in. 
Okay, you, you phrased that in a way I didn't. I thought you were. That's what I thought you said, and then you're like, he didn't go in Italy. He didn't go. I'm like, you mean he didn't? What? No, but he couldn't he get tri- into he German art school. He did not get into yes, it. He yes. tried to get if into he, art school. And he got and denied. He did. He got denied. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. And again, it's not like he was up against Da Vinci. You know what I'm saying? No. I <laughs> guess that was definitely not the case. Yeah, All right. That's embarrassing. Let's get on to some real points. Okay. Okay. Um, God, I wish he did get in. Maybe he would have been less pissed off and wouldn't have started I World War II. There's a whole other, he could have had a whole other career path. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, first of all, I want to talk about how he took power. Yeah. Right? We've talked about this on this podcast, yeah. so I'll keep it short. Yes. But he took power through largely manipulation. Yeah. Um, do you remember some of the details of the things he used to do? Like, one of them is a super famous concept. Uh, all This is what I know. That he um, would give speeches in, like, basements of places where there's, like, some kind of socialist movement, and he was really, uh, I shouldn't, I don't want to use the word good, but he was um, very persistent in blaming the, the Jews for the problem. Yeah, okay, well, you can use the word good. We don't have to deny that he was completely skillless, because I will yeah. say he was skilled in manipulation. And, yeah, and it, well, he wasn't, he was a decent speaker. Yeah, right? and he, he was, was a, a decent public orator. speaker. Yeah, and, um, and, yeah, and was really great at, if you, la- if you yell loud enough, people are going to hear you. Trust yes. me, I base most of my social life off of that concept. <laughs> you do. It's very endearing. It's the opposite of Hitler, though. Um, the style, anyways. Um, yeah, so I I would say he was, he's probably, I, I would say you could say he was skilled at uh, exploiting fear. Yes, sure. Yeah. So, so here, yeah, you're right. What he did is he would go to these rallies of pissed off people and he would start saying everything they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Particularly skill, scapegoating Jews. Yeah. But look, like, yeah. again, people in Europe already had these long-standing hatred, hatred and stereotypes against Jews. Yes. People used to blame them for the Black Plague, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, it's thousands of years of persecution. Right. He didn't invent it. He just took an old, tired thing. Yeah. And, and then would go to these rooms of pissed-off people mm-hmm. and start ranting. So of course you develop a following that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can go to a Klan rally right now and start yelling about black people, mm-hmm. and they would be like, hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah, Steve. That's a great point. And then they'd like me. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make me a genius. It makes me an asshole. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A, 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 a supreme asshole among assholes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Top asshole. Exactly. And again, this was at a time, this is all review, Germany was in a shitty situation. Mm-hmm. They were horribly in debt. Their money was worth nothing. They just got their asses kicked in a war. Like, manipul- those are the easiest people to manipulate. No, of course. I mean, their lives are completely out of control. Yeah. They feel like complete and total failures. They're not, they're not providing for their families. They aren't living the lives that they thought that they would. And it's just, I mean, it's like the oldest trick in the book is to blame someone else. It's like a very, it, it, it deflects. It takes away the pain from yourself right and makes it external yes yeah and there might be some people out there and like i'm not a psychiatrist or no psychologist mm-hmm. i guess yes there might be some people out there that say that it takes a certain level of intelligence to manipulate but i have an argument against that mm-hmm. our our sweet little niece mm-hmm. georgia. little georgia right yeah she can't count to 12 without saying 11 teen 
Or seven twice. Yes, yes. Or skipping a few of them. Maybe me she's gotten there so far. We haven't quizzed her in a while. It's been a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, they was, yeah. But you know what she can do? <laughs> Manipulate me to do just about anything she wants me to do. That's true. Yeah, little kids are very good at that. Manipulation. Like, it, yeah. she figures out what works mm-hmm. and then it's uses trial it. It's, it's trial, trial and error. error. It's like almost Pavlovian. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? Oh, yeah, they see the reward. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. They, like, they, yeah, exactly. So if Adolf Hitler shows up at a rally with a bunch of pissed off people and presents a 10-point plan of what we can do to improve the economy, mm. and everyone's sort of yawning and no one's paying attention, mm. he's not going to do that again, right? This is how humans learn. Right. So he's just going to go to the next rally and then maybe he'll throw in a, you know what, it was probably your neighbor freaking Ethan's fault. He has all the money because he's a Jew. And everyone's like, Hey, that's an excellent point. I can understand that a hell of a lot better. Yeah. You totally know what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah, you just realize that, like, it, there's power in turning generalized anger into targeted anger, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, yeah, and it is. That's a very great point with your niece. Like, it is kind of like a rudimentary skill that we learn at a very young age. Super young. You yeah. learn how to you learn to manipulate before you learn how to count to 12. Think about mm-hmm. how long we when we were hanging out with her that one time. She convinced us to play that pig game with her. Several different times for several different hours, mm. just from like being cute and asking the right questions and saying the right things. Oh yeah, she like she's oh actually she was like three that one time. She was even younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's I tiny. yeah, she made up this whole story to me about how her imaginary pig. This was something else where she wanted to play foosball, and she like it was literally like she had planned it out for like thirty minutes trying to explain to me how this. Imaginary pig had to take a nap and blah, blah, blah. So what are we going to do while alpha pig's sleeping? And, alpha pig. Uh, yeah, alpha pig. <laughs> and, and I was like, and it's like oh, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to go play foosball. And like, it's just like this whole thing. And I was like, what is your mind right now? Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's almost survival in a way, right? To get what you want. Sure. Um, so yeah, that's really interesting. Yes. I, I think that's a, that's a great analogy and makes him, it's, it really strips him a lot of his, uh, his so-called genius, yeah. Right. Mm. And then from there, he took a lot of power just from scaring the shit out of people. And yeah. again, yeah. I don't think it takes genius to scare the shit out of people. It's like we don't praise bullies for collecting lunch money every day mm. because they're scaring people. Right, so he got rid of all this political arguments. Mm. Or Sorry, not political arguments. Political opponents mm. just by threatening them. And because, again, a lot of this still had to do with people being terrified of war and conflict and everything like that, he was just taking advantage of the situation. It's actually, it's so easy to do that. It doesn't even have to be, like, a situation where it's, like, super desperate, like, in Germany and there's just been some, like, really horrific things that have happened. I mean, you just think about, I mean, even in the workplace, right, where, like, you have someone in that isn't that's too afraid to tell their boss what's really going on because they're worried about maintaining their own job and providing for their family. I mean, you're talking about politicians who have like their own lives and careers to think about and to protect. I mean, like, it's it really actually doesn't take that much to to bully someone to to instill fear. Fear is very powerful. Yeah, and if you're not if you don't have as much to lose, um, like someone who is willing to blame it all on the Jews and I mean, yeah. yeah. It's true. It is a very easy thing to do. Yes. Sorry, yes. Are we, was I supposed to like have more differing opinions than you so we could have more of a back and forth well, here? No, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. We could, 
I don't want to tell you what to think. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, no, I mean, say, what you, saying, say what you feel. Yeah, yeah. Sorry not to give you more. Uh, I always want to call them readers. Audience. Sorry yeah. not to give you more of a uh, dynamic here, but we'll see. Let's keep going. At least analyze your thoughts, even if they are the same. As sure. Them. Yeah. We'll move along here. Okay. Okay. Next thing I kind of want to talk about here mm-hmm. is that this whole thing, like what that football coach was getting at, mm-hmm. uh, with like he was a great leader because he sort of pulled Germany out of the hole, right? Mm. Like you mean like the depression that they were in? Yes. Yeah, and the hyperinflation. Yes. Yeah. Um, and basically he did that by got rid of the money that wasn't worth anything mm. and then started a new money. Mm. There's a new currency mm. and then stopped paying the money back that he was supposed to owe. So he was okay. breaking the rules, not paying back the debt that he owed. Okay. Right. right. Because didn't they basically every, they, they were supposed to pay back every single country in Europe for the costs incurred in World War One. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. By the way, if you've never listened to our belligerent sandwich meat episode, you might want to pause this. Go listen to the episode called Belligerent Sandwich Meat, where we talk about the, the between the wars time period, and this would make a lot more sense to you. Hmm. Probably should have said that in the beginning. That's fine. It's all right. You said in the middle, just like the sandwich meat. Well, <laughs> nicely. <laughs> so good much. catch, right? Um, so anyway, one thing is you stop paying the debts, mm-hmm. got rid of the old money, started this new money, um, started from square one, basically. Put people to work by building an army, which he, again, was not supposed to build. Weapons, yeah. not supposed to build. So he's breaking all these rules, yeah. spending all this money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the big thing, the big thing that he did mm-hmm. is he took everything from an entire large minority population, which is the Jews mm-hmm. in Germany. And it wasn't just the Jews, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he, like... Took and took every like kicked out a bunch of different immigrants, mm. Jews, a huge sector of the minority population, mm-hmm. and multiple minority populations, mm-hmm. and he just gave them to other Germans who were good Germans, right? That's the whole concept of those. I would just say when you said good Germans, you did air quotation. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. So you know, like Jews had a history in Europe of actually having access to a lot of money. It goes back to old banking stereotypes that I think we've touched on before in this podcast yep. again. But Jews did have a history of being successful business people and bankers in Europe. So yes. they had a bunch of money. Yes. All right. So Hitler is going to take everything from those people, force them into ghettos, yeah. take the nice houses and the businesses and the banks yeah. from the Jews and give them to German people. Yeah. That's not good leadership. It's not good leadership to shit on 20% of the population to uplift the other 80%. Mm, not at all. It's terrific. Right? And, and like, that's what pissed me off so much about that guy, that football coach's quote. I'm just like, sure, he was a good leader if you happen to be a 100% German and pledged your loyalty to the Fuhrer, this megalomaniac psychopath. Yeah, and had no problem dehumanizing like, exactly. <laughs> lots of other people. Yeah. And, and like, I liken it, I'm going to use a metaphor. I feel like you hate my metaphors, but he, hear me out. Like, sometimes I get a little weird with my metaphors. Mm-hmm. But hear me out. Okay. Hitler is like, let's say uh, he, he found a bunch of people down in a ditch, mm. right? A good leader mm-hmm. would have gotten every single one of those people out of the ditch, mm-hmm. Right? strategy figured it out, mm-hmm. right? That's what FDR would have done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? What Hitler did is convinced everyone in the ditch 
to kill 20% of the people there to stack their bodies up to crawl out of the ditch. Yes. That's what, that's what Hitler's Germany was. Yeah. And if you think that's good leadership, you're wrong. Then you're, then you're not coaching in Mississippi. You're well, uh, Missouri. Damn it. Yeah. I knew that was a risk when I was going to say that because I couldn't yeah. remember the state. <laughs> well, you probably, yeah, well, maybe you'd be coaching Mississippi. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, I like that metaphor. I mean, I don't like it, but I like it. You see the point. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Of course. Yeah. It's disgusting. Right. So, I mean, if, like, I became president of the United States, mm-hmm. I could make... 90% of this country love me if I took all the money from the top 10% and then distributed it to everyone else and threw them all into jail. Like, Bezos, out of here. I'm taking all your money and giving it to all these other people. You know, If I did that forcefully and violently against the will of Bezos and the mm-hmm. other 10%, mm-hmm. I wouldn't argue that makes me a good leader. Well, if you were doing it, you probably would argue that. Yes. <laughs> that is an excellent point. But, uh, I, I, uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's also a good, good argument. And it's also, never mind, I don't have it on the phone. Um, Are you going to bring up Bernie and the Warren? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I'm not hating on anyone. I'm not, we're not going to get political on this. But it is, it's funny, everything's like degrees, right? And it's, you know, there's a lot of demonization of people that own wealth. And I'm not saying that it's at all right how concentrated wealth is. And I think it's a huge problem in the world and in our country um but you i mean anytime you demonize you dehumanize and it's it, you know it's not it's not healthy either yeah. you know right. we're all still humans yeah. i also should clarify that as i was saying that metaphor i didn't intentionally bring like the wealth tax into place mm-hmm. I, I, you know, into play here yeah. there's a big difference between a wealth tax in a democratic country of course and some asshole taking everything yeah. from someone else and throwing them in a concentration camp right 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 <laughs> just well, to be I totally think that's clear. why you said use the words force and put them in jail and yeah yeah, yeah I don't know there's a huge difference and there's ways to that's why policy is a peaceful way to achieve better outcomes <laughs> right now another thing you could say about his military leadership right Germany mm-hmm. built this massive military machine right mm-hmm. again that has nothing to do with Hitler and is entirely to do with German history. Mm-hmm. Like, Frederick the Great made them into a military, militarized-minded sort of people, mm-hmm. at least in certain parts of Germany, like particularly like northern Germany and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. All right, that was part of their history. Mm-hmm. Uh, German engineering, you know, you, you got to engineer badass weapons. That existed in Germany and the Germanic peoples long before Hitler. And at best, he was taking advantage of what Germany did well. But if your mind is you want to kill a bunch of people and you have a bunch of good engineers, it's not a tough leap to make, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can exactly. use your, your engineers to, to build bridges or you can use them to build bombs, and he just chose bombs. You know what I'm saying? Totally, yeah. There's, there's no way he turned Germany into a country uh, full exactly. of engineers. He exploited a country full of engineers. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now... Let's get into some other stuff. I'm still not done. There's a couple other points, I think, that he's, like, really stupid at for. Bring it on. The, this is news that's been surfacing a lot recently that's pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. Hitler, mm-hmm. the entire army, and most of just the domestic population was essentially on a, a old-school version of crystal meth throughout the entire late 30s and early 40s. Yes, this is something I learned very recently. I didn't know that, but... Um 
Yeah, it's it's actually I don't think you can find a genocide that doesn't um, that wasn't fueled by drugs and alcohol. Not that I can remember. Um, yes, we've yeah. talked about that concept before a lot too. Just like you need to dull people's senses to have them do terrible things. Yeah, because it's, uh, people in, at the end, when you take away all the c- cultural conditioning and all the fear and all of the trauma and all these things, most people are decent people if you give them a chance. Yes. Yeah. Now, because, mm-hmm. right, you are taking all these drugs, right? You're taking all these drugs. Mm-hmm. And he's taking all these drugs. And he's making his army take all these drugs. Mm-hmm. And they're marching and they're marching and they're fighting and they're marching and they're fighting and they're marching. And they're blitzkrieging all over the place. They're going 100 miles an hour. I would argue that it's really, really stupid to not see the end coming that all these German soldiers were going to start crashing. Mm-hmm. that all of the women back at home domestically are going to start crashing mm-hmm. and everything's going to fall apart overnight. Yeah, and that's actually what I was thinking when you were talking originally about that quote from the football coaches. How can, in the scheme of things, like, he didn't win. Like, I mean, like, what do you, t- I don't, isn't that the whole point of football? You got to win. Like, I mean, like, he lost and they went at an extremely unsustainable pace and collapsed in on themselves. Right. I mean, it, what... If he was such a good leader, why aren't I speaking German right now? Y- y- exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, that's what's the weirdest thing about it. Like, I mean, it's just like... I don't think anyone would be praising Nick Saban if he had, like, a great five years and then managed to do so much shady shit that Alabama was not allowed to have a football program anymore. You yeah. know, like, it's just like... Kind of like what happened to SMU back in the 80s. Oh. That was a real thing. I feel like you, like, that sounds vaguely familiar. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's, it is. It's like, it's like exactly what you said. It's actually really foreseeable that, like, whatever your, your strategy is, is, like, really not going to work. It's crazy. Right. It's crazy. Especially when he's doing this himself. And he's like, this is becoming harder and harder for me to sleep, or, I mean, harder for me to stay focused. Better start using more meth. Yeah. And just upped his dosage and upped his dosage. It's insane. Along similar lines of that is that he also had a ridiculously like strict hierarchy where he made it so he wanted to make almost every single decision, major decision. Like Germans, like generals in the field weren't given a lot of freedom. Right? They had to come clear from Adolf Hitler. And there's like a lot of different stories and Dunkirk is one of them. You know how the the Germans never attacked the beaches of Dunkirk when the British were, were sitting ducks? Yeah, they survived. A lot of that was because Hitler was just asleep and they couldn't get the go-ahead to fucking attack the beach. Well... But that could have basically ended the war. At least that's what some people argue, is that if they wiped out the British army right then and there on Dunkirk, it would have been a totally different war. But this dumbass was too busy putting together a stupid hierarchy where... He had too much power on his own egotistical hands instead of being a smart delegator, which is what good leaders do is delegate. Yes, this is actually the genius of stupidity in terms of the benefits for humanity. Is, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. like it, may, it, it created this mon- monstrosity of a situation that still reverberates to this day, but it eventually eats itself because it is predicated on... on and idiocy and a uh, complete lack of, of strategy and for I mean, you're you're waging a, a war across multiple fronts 
And you want to give a go-ahead for every military move? I mean, what? Even I? I mean, I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about how to kill people in, in a war. And I, I mean, I know that. Like, that's, that's not a good policy. You strike me as someone who sits around <laughs> planning military stuff. Sketching in the corner. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Uh, crazy. Now, my last point. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about here for a second. Mm. Well, although primarily Hitler did this for manipulation technique, mm. he definitely, in my opinion, truly hated Jewish people and other non-Germans. Yes. Like a true hatred. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is a very thin line between hatred and stupidity. Mm. At best, there's a thin line between hatred and ignorance. And there's Mm. so many different things that come between hatred, between all these different groups of people. Like, Mm. you know, how some Americans, like, hate Muslim people for being Muslim because of 9-11 and stuff. Mm. And I think what that really is, is a lack of nuance to what Islam is, to how many different types of Islamic people there are, Mm -hmm. and probably just a general lack of being around Islamic people, Mm -hmm. right? It's like Aziz Ansari said on Saturday Night Live stand-up that one time. It's like, Americans wouldn't hate Islam so much if they just showed Muhammad and Abdul sitting around eating football sitting around watching football eating nachos, which is what most Muslim Americans are doing right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, totally, totally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I would say, I wouldn't say that there's a thin line between ignorance and hatred. I think that hatred requires ignorance. Okay. It's, a, it's like a, a prerequisite. I think, yeah, stupidity comes into play. I think also, though... It requi- another huge prerequisite is a deep insecurity and self-hatred. Um, I think that Hitler, I don't remember everything about this book I read, but um, I, I mean, he had a pretty rough childhood, and I think sure. he actually, like, wasn't he, like, there was something weird with his citizenship, right? Like, he was born in Austria, but, like, really, like, wanted to identify with Germany, and I think through that, like, ended up, like, projecting out onto everyone else that wasn't, like, fully German, you know? And I think he had an enormous, like, deep, vast hole of hatred and self-loathing inside of him that he wasn't willing to face um, and just turned it into this monstrous multi-country war machine. It, yeah. Yeah. Sure, and I guess it's it's probably, I mean, I guess I can sit around shitting on Hitler all I want, but, like, I guess it's we should mention that he did have a bit of a tough upbringing and all these different things happened that probably changed him into this, this monster that he became. Oh, there's no question. But if I just feel that if people are going to go ahead talking or that he's a genius and a great leader, then I reserve my right to say that neither of those things are true, and here's why. Yeah, and that's all I want to do here. You I know? think it's important. I think it's, I think it's important to really break that stuff down because I think like people can say, yeah, of course. Well, he was a, he did shitty things, so how can we say he was a great leader, but still think in the back of their minds, but yeah, he did achieve all that stuff before, you know. But I think that you broke it down really well. I think that there's like a lot of elements of this that are actually like kind of ridiculous, and um, you know, you, yeah, he was 
He was great at, at exploiting fear. He was a good speaker, and he was audacious. I mean, he was he was willing to put it all on the line. Um, but otherwise, I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear about his leadership skills or his 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 intelligence anymore. No, no, no. I'm done with that. No, I'm done hearing that noise. Yeah, I, I I'm although I would guess. You could probably argue that like there was probably some people in his ranks, in the top ranks, that were probably pretty smart, right? Well, absolutely, but we touched on it. This is what yeah. We touched on it when we were talking about engineers. Right, right, exactly. Like, exactly. I'm sure that they're, like, I mean, we all know we can, like, go into German airports and see how nice they are and think to ourselves, mm-hmm. holy shit, these Germans are, are good. They got, they're skilled. Yeah, you can yeah. drive a Mercedes and be like, damn. Yeah. This is a nice-ass car. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and, and like, of that, yeah. Course, You know, the, like, there's, of course, brilliant Germans. Of course yeah. there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitler would not be in the top 1,000. No. That was a yeah, totally okay. arbitrary number. I have not ranked the 1,000 smartest Germans of all time. Next pot. We're going to cover each 1,000 of them. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in summary, fuck Hitler. Yes. Fuck Hitler. Right, yeah. that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah, don't be like him. I would also, I also wanted to work in this metaphor, right? And I don't know if it was going to work, so I think it's a bad metaphor. But I'm going to hear what you have to say about this. Okay. If you found someone on a torture chamber, right? He's tied up. Okay. He's in a bad spot. Mm. All right. A good person would help that person get away, mm-hmm. all right? A shitty person tortures them, and if he does a good job torturing that person, it doesn't make him a genius. It makes him an asshole. And that's what Hitler was doing. He was basically torturing all of Europe because they were down, because they were in a bad spot. The pit metaphor is way better, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. I might edit out the torture chamber one. I'd, I, we we like to let it all hang out. Yeah, this, marriage, this so. is a free this is a free flowing sort of deal. It is. All right. Yeah. Anything you want to talk about, Liz? Um. Every time I do this, you it takes you a while. <laughs> That's basically the cool thing. Being like, I regret asking you this question. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> every time I ask you. Say, Hey, what's a good show you're enjoying? It takes about 17 minutes of dead air before you say a show that's like 19 years old. <laughs> I'm much better when you put me on the spot analyzing a, a madman than uh, than what I was reading. Yeah, which is uh, odd. Yeah, it is odd. But let me let me just take this. Are you enjoying Avenue Five on HBO so far? I am. I am really actually enjoying it. It's, Great casts. It is. Yeah, for those who are not familiar. Um, it's basically a show about a space cruise that uh, gets knocked off trajectory and uh, the chaos that ensues on board. And it's just like, I honestly think it's just like an ode to, to like nihilism and like, but like not like a, like a fuck everyone and everything nihilism, but like a dude, life is like a weird ass joke man it's a weird journey who cares cares what's going on life's a weird journey man it's definitely a lot of those vibes and I kind of love that because it's like I mean what else are we going to do there's also a good amount of um, like satirizing the upper class and the upper middle class yeah um, and their sort of lifestyles and views on life and stuff like that yes Um, 
It's good. It's worth checking out. I really enjoy it. At the very least, it's kind of like a really easy, easy to watch. Not super laugh out loud funny, but it's got its moments and it's entertaining. Yeah, and like sometimes there's just shows that you don't laugh out loud, but you just like giggle inside. You're, yeah, you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> you're still having a good you're time. Like, you're smiling. Yeah. You know, yeah, and sure. uh, I like the color scheme. They have like a lot of like bright colors. Visually, it's really cool, yeah. especially for comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. HBO in general is just great at like yeah. the visual. Dude, they put out the visual, the new commercial for. Um, Westworld season three. Mm. That's what it's called, Westworld, right? Yeah. It looks insane. I thought everyone hated season two, and it looks like every budget for every episode, like the budget for every episode was like higher than Game of Thrones. Wow. You should see this commercial. Okay. It's insane. It's like super futuristic and bizarre. I can't believe they got the budget for this after how terrible season two was. Very bizarre to me. Uh, They probably just did their market research. Yeah, I guess they did. Um, wow, okay. All right. Um, Another yeah. quick pod. I like keeping it under 40 minutes. You want to get out of here, Liz? Um, I do. All right. Let's, let's call it a night. All right, my name is Steve, and I was a history teacher. My name is Lisa, and I'm Meg. Fuck you, Hitler.